I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And good morning. We'll help you keep that thing running with the help we get from ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Good morning to you, Daniel. Good to good see morning. you. Good morning. Good to be here. Have a good week, I hope. I did have a good week, yeah. Very good. I, I, I was just starting to mention as you sat down uh, how uh, I'm seeing... I guess I could call them craters in the road. <laughs> I mean, they're so deep I can't see the bottom of yeah. some of them. Yeah, uh, there's some pretty nasty potholes out there. There is nasty potholes. Are and, you getting a lot of uh, jobs? We of are, that? and you know the warning is uh, if you have a low-profile car with low-profile tires, uh, wheel the the wheels are at risk, and so be careful. Go s- slow down and stay in your lane and do what you can to avoid the potholes, but. Uh, uh, yeah, so you said it last week, don't be d- dodging them running into some vehicles <laughs> on, on, in another lane. You know, I ride bicycle, and when, when you ride in a group, we call it hold your line. you got you got to hold your line. You can't be moving around or you run into people. And, it's true. And so it's, uh, it's true. It, you just have to, be, have to be careful and you have to stay in your lane. And, and, uh, it's, but it's, it's tricky. If you have any kind of a car care question, you want to talk to this guy either by phone or send Dan a text. Same number uh, applies, and that number is 651-989-9226. Don't wait. Dan will be here till about 745 when Jack Farrell comes in. So that if you have any kind of a question and you think you need to bring your vehicle in for service, uh, call in or text Dan, either, uh, either way, and we'll uh, give you some information. You'll be armed with some information, which is always a, always a good thing. 651-989-9226. Dan, the callers are coming in. So are the texters. Uh, you know, getting back to that, the pothole thing, and you said it can damage the wheels. You know, you can you can right. you can damage your tires right. certainly. But are those wheels sometimes repairable? Mostly they're repairable. Mostly they're yes, repairable. they most of the time. When you, when you look at at the wider tires they put on these low profile, uh, we, you know, the are the wheels they put on with these low profile tires, they're usually wider, and which is what puts them more at risk because of course. On the inside of the tire, the part that goes over the brakes and the hub and all that, on the inside, there's no support. On the outside of the tire is where the spokes are yeah. or, the, or the support that you can see. And so they, they're much more durable. And so most often when a wheel gets bent, it's on the inside of the wheel. And, yes, they can be – there's several companies in town now that uh, will – heat that wheel up, put it back into shape, and even completely refinish it if we want. Most mm. people don't care for that because it gets expensive, but especially if it's on the inside of the wheel. But, yes, they can be reshaped and, 
and taken care of, which is a good thing because sometimes those fancy wheels are $1,000 a piece. Isn't that something? Yeah. Yeah. So so it's – yeah, no, the repairs are available. That's good news. All right. 651-989-9226. I'll tell you what, let's go to the phones. I think Jim is calling from St. Croix Falls. Jim, what's your question? Hey, how are you doing this morning? Good. Great, great. Okay, I've got a 2003 Dodge Ram with 304,000 miles on it. And I had the throttle control replaced because you're driving down the road and it just shuts off. And then you turn the key off and back on and it's fine. And I went, I told them that and they replaced the throttle control thing and now it's still doing it. So what is it? (laughs) Well, they must have gone after the throttle uh, controller because, or the throttle body motor because the, uh, they must have had some fault information about that. And uh, that's what they're going to – you or they are going to have to look for again is what's the fault information that they're getting from it. And uh, if, the, if it points back to the throttle body, and, and it may, then probably the next step, if, if replacing the unit didn't take care of it, um, maybe you have a wiring problem, which is actually quite common. Um, in the ignition or something? No, like in the connector, the connector that goes or the wiring that goes to that throttle body. So, oh, so there is no other other relay or anything else that's got to be in that? No, that's not true. There's a hundred other things that could make your car stall and pull over. You turn the key off and turn it back on and turn it back on. But what I'm saying is the reason they probably went after the throttle body was because there was sto- codes stored about the throttle body. If those same codes are stored, then uh, maybe they need to look up the wire uh, towards the wiring harness. If they have some different codes stored for a crank sensor or who knows what, uh, they'll have to have to take a different uh, approach uh, and and turn towards those problems that are now showing up. Okay, six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. There's the line open. Uh, I tell you what, let's go back to Jan is calling from Coon Rapids, I believe. Jan, you're on with Dan. Yes, good morning. Um, I have information about potholes. Last winter, I hit a huge pothole on Cedar Avenue in Minneapolis and got a flat tire. And my husband looked up, and there's a program that Minneapolis offers that if you call this number and report a pothole, and if that pothole has been reported before, and not repaired, and you get a flat tire on that one, Minneapolis will check it out, and then they will re- they will reimburse you for the um, repair of that tire. Hmm. I, I've heard yeah. that. You yeah, have they, heard that. Yeah, they give you a, you know, they give you an option. I mean, if you report it, and they give themselves a period of time to repair the pothole, if it's a serious pothole, and if, if they're not able to do that and more cars are damaged, then, then they have a right to uh, make, it, make a claim against uh, the pothole. <clears throat> I've not heard anybody have much success with it, <laughs> yeah. to, to, just yeah. to, to be uh, true, but, but, uh, but I, I've, I did hear that system is available. So, Jan, uh, let's get back to Jan. Jan, you were successful in that, uh, in that program? Absolutely. They were right. very nice. And um, I have the number if anybody's interested in the man's name. Well, so, let, 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 why don't you give us the number? I'll write it down. Okay. It's 612 
348-5532. And the man that takes care of it is there on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And you want his name? Uh, we'll just leave it at the number. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. I don't want, yeah. <laughs> I don't want him yeah. to get flooded with too many calls too soon. But, Jan, that's very interesting. I am, Thanks for taking the time to... Uh, to call it in, 612-348-5532, Tuesdays and Thursdays. How about that? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, 651-989-9226, I'm looking at a text that came in earlier. We've had questions about this before, and Ralph, you're going to be next, so hang on. Um, a friend told me, this is a text now, never buy a car with CVT. Is CVT a type of transmission? Another friend said he doesn't think they have yet worked out all the bugs yet. I know a lot of newer cars have that, yeah. and I don't. I haven't heard a problem. I think they have worked out all the bugs, okay. and I I have not seen any problem at all. And uh, so I I I don't I don't think that that's any reason to stay away from a particular car if that's the car that you like. But that's a variable. It, it's a it it doesn't you don't feel it going through gears. It right? doesn't. Yeah, there, it has a. a an infinite number of gears in that it uh, it doesn't actually shift between gears it uh the you know it can be it can be set anywhere in the mm. in the transmission interesting continuously variable, variable transmission. transmission yeah something like that something like okay. that uh Ralph we're going to take a quick break so don't go away we're going to grab your call in just moments and if you would rather send a text uh 6519899226 now call it in or text it in dan will be here till about 7:45 keep that in mind hey good morning welcome back to cco's uh, car care show if you have any kind of a car truck van problem call it in to this uh, master technician dan burns from lloyd's automotive which by the way is located right there in grand avenue it is we are at 982 grand avenue which is right between lexington and victoria you can find us on the webs or the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Uh, give a call this morning, 651-228-1316. And, of course, you can find us on Facebook and, and all the other whatevers are Got a lot there. of fun stuff on Facebook there. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, somebody's doing that for us. I'm not sure. You're not who, doing yeah, it yourself. Yeah, I'm not doing that myself. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but uh, yeah, they, they do a good job. Outstanding. Yeah. All right. Uh, keep in mind, Dan will be here till about 7.45, so you can ask your car car question as soon as you can. Call it in or text it in. Uh, we promise Ralph be first up here. Ralph and Andover, what is your question? Uh, hi. Yeah, just I have a 15 Escape. Uh, that's, I got a catalytic converter light, but it's intermittent. It'll come on for maybe uh, two, three days. Then I'll go on the highway or something, and it'll go off for maybe a week. And uh, could it be a sensor rather than the catalytic converter? The car has about a hundred thousand miles on it. Yeah, it could be, but more, most likely the uh, the the converter is failing. That happens quite commonly. We replace them often, uh, um, even when they don't get stolen. <laughs> that's one thing that's going on right now is they're stealing converters. But but uh, the um, the converters uh, do fail, and it sounds like yours is kind of like right on the bubble. Uh, you know, and, and so that's why under certain conditions when you're driving, it's able to do the job and under other conditions, it's not able to do the job. And so the light comes on. Um, so I, I suspect that you're going to need your converter replaced for us or for any shop. It's a pretty easy check. They watch the sensors and, uh, 
and you know the the O2 sensor or the airflow sensor in front of the converter and the one behind the con- behind the converter and you can see if the converter's doing an efficient job or not um so uh, they'll they'll know it. You bring it in, and they can they can check that out for you. But uh, there's a good chance you'll have to have the converter replaced. You mentioned Dan, but thank you, Ralph. Uh, you mentioned the theft of catalytic converters. Have you seen any more of that in your shop? Lots of them. No kidding. Yeah, uh, daily, at least daily. And, yeah, and it's terrible. And I wish that uh, they would, you know, the 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 thieves just take these converters to, you know, scrap yards, metally places, and sell them. And I wish that they would shut that down. You know, if, if if when you're selling or disposing of a catalytic converter, you had to have vehicle information or a driver's license or whatever, uh, the problem would be over. But yeah. the fact of the matter is these thieves can bring in 10 or 20 or 30 catalytic converters at a time. And when they're doing that, you know they're stolen. Oh, <laughs> where, do you, where, where otherwise do you get... A quantity of catalytic converters. Yeah. So, no, I wish that they would do something to stop the ability to buy them the way they are, and then the problem would be over. They must be able to do that pretty quickly. Cut that thing right out. I would love to catch someone. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I would love to catch someone. Oh. That would be fun. But oh, uh, but at any rate, uh, no, they're, they're getting away with it. They're doing it quickly. And, you know, what <clears throat> What they're getting 50 or or $100 for when they scrap them uh, costs the customer or the insurance company a thousand or two thousand or more yeah. or more yeah so Whew. it's terrible nasty yeah let's go back to the phones uh, Dan John is calling from uh, St Paul I believe John you're on CCO good morning hi thanks for taking my call mm-hmm. I've got a 1988 Ford F250 and uh, it has dual gas tanks and uh, I had a mechanic do some work on my brakes and so forth not long ago. And I've noticed that when I shut the truck, it doesn't leak gas when it's running. But when I shut it off, it leaks maybe a half a cup of gas from the front. And I don't know where it's coming from. Um, But after a while, the leak stops. What do you think that problem is? Well, uh, I used to have an old truck like that. So I know a little bit about about those tanks. And... There's a, a valve system uh, between the two of them, and, and then a switching a switching system uh, for the uh, you know depending upon which tank you want the vehicle to be running on. And I remember back in the day that there was something where they would uh, where they where they would uh, a fault would happen in that switching valve, and the fuel from one tank while it's feeding the vehicle uh, would also put a little bit of gas into the other tank. And so uh, it would actually overfill the other tank or something like that. I remember something about that. So uh, if you are able to find someone old enough to remember this, it'll, it'll, uh, in fact, if I think about it for a while, it'll jog my memory (laughs) and I'll uh, come up with it. But I think that's probably what's happening is the fuel from one tank is getting into the other one and overfilling the tank. Uh, one thing that you could try is, you know, switching the tanks back and forth and and see if it only goes one way. But I, I don't think it does. I think it goes both ways. Um, and I remember there was a – it was actually a pretty simple repla- repair. It was just uh, 
a valve that we would uh, replace, and that would take care of it. Okay. Thank you, John. Uh, we have a line open if you want to call in or text in. Same number replies, 651-989-9226. It's interesting, Dan. A couple of texts have come in, two different vehicles, two different textures, but it's basically the same question. One texter has a 2018 BMW X1, uh, and this uh, question is, it has a feature where the engine turns off when out of stop, supposedly to conserve gas. Questions are, uh, does doing this hurt the engine, uh, or does it really conserve that much gas, which is better? And the other vehicle is a 2018 Durango. Same feature. Question is, uh, is this hard on the starter, uh, and does it shorten the life of the starter? So a couple of questions. <laughs> you would think so, wouldn't you? You would, yeah. yeah. You, I, I don't know. You would think that a starter motor has only so many cranks in it. Uh, but I don't. Uh, it's certainly a common feature on vehicles. Uh, I personally don't like it. I, it it uh, when I pull up to a stop sign and the vehicle shuts off, it it uh, makes me uncomfortable. Almost like uh, like if I need to make a quick getaway, it's not going to be there, which isn't true. It's just a, it's just a feel that I have uh, or a feeling that I have. But uh, but I I don't think that there's any reason that it's hard on the engine. Uh, it certainly uses the starter a lot more so i i don't know if it if it uh wears it out or not or how many starts the vehicle uh, actually has in it but it does have a pretty significant uh effect on fuel economy Isn't which su- which surprised me uh me too i would think it yeah. would bring in more fuel uses maybe starting yeah but uh, you know with with electronic fuel injection yeah, and all that true. now it's it's pretty well controlled uh so but, uh, yeah, I don't know exactly what the statistics are, but it's significant enough to make a difference. And, you know, the car manufacturers uh, with their whole line and fleet of cars have a certain fuel economy that they need to uh, attain. Sure. And if they're not able – I mean, and this is one of the ways that they're able to – you know, reach those numbers, you know, for the uh, for the emissions or for federal emissions is to turn the vehicle off when it's setting because then they are when it's turned off because then statistically they can figure in those numbers and it makes a difference on on the fuel economy that they have to get. Did you tell me one time, uh, I'm not sure if you can, but can you turn that feature off? On some cars you can. Some, but not yeah, all. Some cars. Well, there's in in my wife's car, I know she has that that feature and every time you get in the car there's a button you can push to turn it off oh okay uh, I, I i checked into turning it off permanently and i haven't been able to figure out how to do that yet uh and and you, you probably can't i would think that that's I would think built not. into the yeah. into the system but when you're when i drive the car and i don't like that feature i can push a button and turn it off all right Hang on, Dan. We're going to take a bit of a break. Folks uh, on the line, we're going to grab your uh, phone calls when we come back in just a moment or two. And welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Standing along here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. We have uh, a few minutes left in the show before Jack Farrell gets in here, Dan. We've got callers. We have texters as well. So let's see if we can't help everybody out here. Who has been waiting? Steve is calling from uh, Sioux Falls, I believe. Steve, thanks for waiting. What's your question? Yes, I have a 2002 Camry. Has about ninety thousand miles on it, and I have fairly new tires, probably eight thousand miles. And I took it in and had an oil change, and the tires rotated, and then the front, the steering wheel shakes. So I took it back, and they said they went through and balanced everything, but couldn't find anything. But it still shakes fairly bad. 
Well, if it uh, <laughs> if it changed when you changed the tires, I guess the next thing I would do is switch them back. Uh, if that takes care of the problem, you know, if, if if when you put them on the back you don't feel it, which is common, uh, then you know that it's in the in the wheels or tires. And uh, I would think that if they carefully looked at those tires, um, they'd find something either with the wheel or tire that you're feeling. Because all I'm doing <clears throat> when I put it on my balance machine is spinning the tire like it's going down the highway. So I should be able to see that. So uh, I think that's, I think you're going to find most commonly <clears throat> when, <clears throat> most commonly when you feel a vibration going down the highway in the steering wheel, most commonly it's from the t- a wheel or tire. So okay. uh, I think I think you're on the right track. If you want to do the test, switch them back. The vibration will probably be gone. You won't feel it anymore. And then you got to find something going on with one of those rear tires. All right. That's the plan, Steve. Thank you. Uh, let's see who's next. John is calling in from Savage with a question. Uh, John, good morning. You're on CCO with Dan. Uh, good morning, Dan and Danny. I've got a, uh, a resolution to your start-stop feature on a car. Uh-huh. There's, there's a company in Washington State that sells a... Uh, an adapter that you stick in the diagnostic port on a Ford, mm-hmm. and it automatically stops that start-stop. You take it out, and start-stop works just fine. Mm. So it's uh, $99. They sell for all kinds of cars, but some of them are on the diagnostic port. Some are a little bit more involved, but yeah, it's out there that works great. Well, that's, you know, uh, that's actually interesting with that diagnostic port that we use. It's on every car. I mean, it's it's universal. It's the same connector on every car, and it's amazing what we can do. I okay. Mean, it, oh, it it gives it hooks up to every computer. It goes through the whole car. It's got all the sensors, all the information. Uh, it's when we program a computer, that's the connector that we use to program it. So it's it's remarkable uh, what you can do through that diagnostic uh, connector, and it doesn't surprise me at all that there is an aftermarket feature or an aftermarket that thing uses that, that plugs point. into that and uh, and uh, uh, shuts it off. So it depends how bad how bad you care about it. Yeah. If, if it really bugs you, uh, there's an option available. There All you right. go. Thanks, John. Appreciate the input. Uh, very good. Uh, let's see who's next. Robin is calling in uh, this morning from Forest Lake. Robin, you're on CCO. Thank you. Good morning. Morning. Uh, can you uh, enlighten me on the virtues of a lifetime K&M type Reusable air filter. Those washable filters. Yeah. Um, they, well, that's what they are. They're, it's, a, it's a filter, and it, uh, it's actually – it's never completely dry. And if you can imagine catch, or to, it catching dust and dirt and grime and so forth, uh, if there's a little wetness, it does a better job of attracting and catching the uh, – the particles that would otherwise go into your engine. So that's the reason that they, that they would suggest that it's a better filter. Uh, and then <clears throat> the other thing is it can be cleaned and, and then, then you reapply uh, some stuff that stays on it and, or, uh, you know, a liquid that stays on it. And it, it uh, is supposed to be a pretty good filter. And uh, if you want to deal with that, that's fine. I don't personally, I am, content with the filter that the manufacturer provides and I just would I'm fine with throwing it away and putting it in changing one. it but, as usual yeah. but uh, some people are excited about those filters and and think that they get 
uh, more air into the engine and, mm. and it can improve performance and a whole bunch. I mean, it talks about a whole bunch of stuff. So, uh, but I, I have a hard time endorsing it if I don't use it and, yeah. and I don't. So, and they are more expensive. And they are. Well, but they're forever. Given, given that's true. <laughs> and they take a little bit of, I mean, they create a little bit of mess when you got to clean yeah. and so forth. I tell you, when they come through the shop, we complain about them a little bit. Like, I don't, <laughs> don't want to deal with this. I, I just want to uh, throw the old one away and, and put a new one in. So, I'm with you. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Robin. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to get back to the phones, but I wanted to catch up on some text messages. Here's one. It doesn't say the year, but it's a Toyota RAV4. Says my engine VSC and uh, four wheel drive lights turned on. It had done this in the past, and I read to check my gas cap if it was loose. It would cause air in my gas tank. Well, my cap was loose. Tightened it. The lights went away. My uh, cap, uh, probably gas cap, seems tight now, and still the lights are on. Lights came back on. So yeah. the lights, the the the, the those uh, um, anti lock brake lights and traction control lights will come on when the check engine light's on. And uh, simply because it disables those systems when the check engine light's on for safety reasons. But uh, so, uh, so that's why those lights are on. So if you bring your vehicle in and, and have the check engine light uh, repaired, it'll probably take care of those drive or those uh, traction control lights also. Um, and, uh, when the gas cap was loose, that's, that will cause the check engine light to turn on, which turn on the other lights. Uh, you tighten the gas cap. That turned it off for a while. Now you have something else going on. Okay. And uh, we would hook up to your computer, scan the computer, find out what that code is about, do the repair, and that will take care of the light for you. All right. Uh, let's grab another call here before you leave. Uh, Jeannie's calling from Montgomery, I believe. Jeannie, you're on with Dan. Hi, Dan. Good morning to both of you guys. Thank you. I, I, I've got a 2014 F-150 uh, four-wheel drive super cab. I've driven trucks since uh, 1980. I've lived on gravel roads since 1980, and this is the first time this has ever happened. Um, when you push on the brake, um, it it seems like when you let off the brake, there's still friction happening. Uh, it's almost like the drums are still getting, you know, hit by the disc a little bit. You can hear it just ever so slightly, and you can almost kind of feel it in your steering wheel. And I've had it into the dealer, and they just kind of look at me like I'm crazy. Is there a solenoid or something like that in that ear um, model that can remain on, that can keep this thing um, from, from holding those brakes to be just slightly engaged a little bit, or... Or is this a dirt issue? I've never yeah. had problems yeah. uh, living on a gravel road. This is the first time, <laughs> and it's been happening for about two years now. Yeah, it's actually quite common where uh, one of your brake pads uh, up front, because you're feeling it in the steering wheel, so it's up front, and if one of the one of the brake pads is staying slightly applied because uh, the caliper is stuck or the slide pin is stuck or they're stuck in the bridges or something, uh, rust and corrosion would be the problem, not dirt probably, but uh, corrosion causes it and they're staying slightly applied enough for you to feel it and uh, that happens all the time. It's one of the, there's four brake pads, it's one of the four. Dan, we're out of time. How do we get in touch with Lloyd's? Well, come on over. We're at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L L 
O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or, uh, or give us a call. Yeah. 651-228-1316. Have a good week. We'll talk to you next week, one week from today. Sounds good. All right. Thanks very much, Dad. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.